We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. It's Jeremy White with Sneaky Joe DiBiase. Does anybody else out there want to want to do something like that? What, what do we need to settle? Jeremy White. When you were a kid and you were going to get sick, like you might throw up, did your family use the same bowl? You go to bed, you bring the bowl there in case you're going to throw up. Was that the same bowl as the family movie popcorn bowl? With Sneaky Joe DiBiase. The same bowl that you are eating popcorn out of has been thrown up into. The sick bowl. It's just a bowl. You just wash it. It's just a bowl. The mental damage alone should be there that, hey, some, you know, little, whatever, your little brother or sister... Just threw up in this last week. Now I'm eating popcorn. Why do we have a dishwasher? So on Monday, popcorn. On Tuesday, throw up. And on Wednesday, dog food. No, I see no issue with it. On WGR Sports Radio 550. Hmm. Hey, good morning. It's Wednesday. Happy Wednesday. Sabres. I almost said uh, one, I almost said one, but I know they I, lost. It felt, felt like they should have. Yeah, yeah. We'll get to that. We'll yeah. get to that. Jeremy and Joe with you. Josh Schmidt producing. Good Wednesday morning. It's nice out there. Feels like spring, but the but good spring. You know, not like the bad spring, which is what we've been living in. Bad spring. Yeah, bad spring is like it's rainy and cold, and yeah. gray, mud and, season. It hasn't really felt yeah. like mud season, even though there's probably some mud out there. No. There's a uh, golf course is open on I first it is February it was February yesterday was February 6th. February 6th mark the date my first golf invite of the season. I love it. Like real golf. Same. I got one last night about playing tomorrow. I got to ask about playing on Saturday. And I'm like, what do you mean? There's a course open and like, yep, there's a couple of courses that are open. Yeah. This weekend and maybe this week. So, yeah, weather's been uh, nice and it's going to get into the 50s. Maybe that's not today, is that tomorrow? Get a look. Yeah. But Spe- it's going to get a little bit warmer. Speaking of all that, Josh, last year, your golf obsession was breaking 100, and you did that. Yes. Yep. You going for 90 this year? I hope so. I mean... I'm going to try for 95 first, okay. and then work my way down. That would be exponential growth, I think. Yes, 90, under 90 to- is a big jump. Yeah. I will say, my I went to the golf dome the other day, and my chipping game... Oh! oh that's that's <laughs> where you want to start. Is, it is crazy. And my, my driver is... I'm, I've straightened it out. Well, like, look at I, you. I don't know. I, I feel great, and I know as soon as I hit that first tee, it's just I mean, it's all going to go out the window. You know, that's, that's all straight drive and chipping, and I think I think you're there th- already. This is OTA <laughs> season. When your golf OTA. game in February and March is like football teams in May. Yeah, you're just like, you know what? I got to be honest. I think I like what they did yep. with their off season. Yeah, there's no there's no problems that's right. here. Everything's good. This team looks great. This team's got a lot going on. Did you see that that shot I had in practice? <laughs> and this uh, this undrafted wide receiver out of Purdue, I'm telling, he might make some noise. You know, uh-huh. it's, it's that time is right. We did that last year in training camp, didn't the Eagles find yeah. yet another weapon at tight end? What was Tyree Jackson? It was former UB oh, quarterback what? Tyree Jackson. What was the headline? There was a headline that, that they the, have another star yes, in the, the Eagles making. Have, have uncovered another star. 
Yeah. Yes. And, of course, you know, he wasn't on the team. Um, so, <laughs> not to say that that's your golf game. Yeah. I mean, for me to say one year after a break in 90, shooting for, or breaking 100, shooting, shooting sub 90, that is a big, that's a big jump. But yeah, why I, not, you know. Like I said, I feel like everything's going to go out the window in the first round. Like, I'm going to be like, oh, I feel great about this, that, and the other thing. And then at the end of it, I'm going to be like, this sucks, that sucks, that yeah. sucks. And I have to start all over again. But It took me, once I was in the neighborhood of, could I break 90? It took me a couple years to do it. Yeah. And then, now I do it. Now I'm trying to break 80, and that has taken more years to do. I've, I've, yeah. I've shot 80 on the number twice. <laughs> 90, though, always felt like, same thing, like, it took me a couple years to do it. And once you do it, you I, do it all the time. Well, that that was not true for me. It, it kind of. I had one weird, out-of-the-blue round where I shot an 84, and that was my only round breaking 90, and I hadn't broken 90 again for, like, two years after oh, wow. that. But then, then I did it again, and then again, and again, and, like, it, then it started rolling. Yeah. So maybe I just had a weird one-off before that. Um I, but there was always, like, I knew, okay, I'm eventually going to break 90. I'm going to play enough. I'm going to get good enough that I'll break 90. Whereas I've not really broken 80, and I don't really know if I'll ever break 80. Like, real break 80, real course, you know, all the, you know, the right conditions. Yeah. That not like a scramble or something, or not like, you know, a par 62 course <laughs> or something like that. Yeah, yeah. Like, I don't know that I'll ever break 80. I'd like to think I will. Once uh, I'd like to, I'd like to be able to say I know I will. You know you will. You're I at know, a point where you know what's going to happen. Yes, I, I just don't tell my family this. Need to play more. That's it. It's <laughs> the only thing stopping me. Mm-hmm. But hey, whatever. It's February. Uh, I have a fu- I have a fun question. It's it's a it's a question I saw last night that'll lead us a lot of different directions. Hockey, football, everything. But I have a fun question for you. So Warren Sharp, you're familiar with Warren Sharp, right? Yep. yep. Warren Sharp, who covers the NFL, Sharp Football, talks NFL, Sharp Football Analysis is his website, Ringer, Sports Grid, all these spots. I mean, he's a numbers guy, whatever. He tweeted something last night that was not anything regarding analytics that's controversial. He tweeted that he was going to the Oilers-Vegas Golden Knights game. Oh. Because, guess what? The NFL world is in Vegas. Right. And the Golden Knights were at home. Yeah. Hosting the 16 straight win Edmonton Oilers. Going for the NHL record. Right? Yes. Which, by the way, I knew was happening last night. It's actually on SportsCenter right now. I don't even know what happened. So I don't know okay. whether they got the uh, whether they got the record or not. I'm seeing it's 1-1 now in the highlights. So <laughs> They did not get the record. They lost. Wow, okay. They lost to Vegas. Two, I think the score was 2-1. to one. So Warren Sharp, part of the NFL world, is... Go into this game, sees a bunch of people in McDavid jerseys. He tweets out, I'm headed to a hockey game for the first time in a decade. Tons of Oilers fans, everyone decked out in their McDavid jerseys. And then he asked this question. Mm -hmm. Someone give me the NFL player comp to Connor McDavid in terms of early greatness. Okay. And I have an answer. Yeah, because there's a name that pops into my head immediately, but I don't even know if it's right. I mean, Mahomes who jumped in my head immediately, but the problem is he's won a lot, a lot more than McDavid has. Yep. All right. Who's yours? Isn't it Josh? Isn't Josh McDavid? I have a one big, big problem with saying that the NFL comparison to McDavid is Josh, and that is that McDavid is far and away the best hockey player in the world. It's not debatable. Fair. 
Allen is not that. No. Allen is pretty – I mean, he's great. Okay. And he's historically great, maybe, but he is pretty clearly not the best in the world. True. When I saw the question, I didn't think of it in those terms. Okay. Because a lot of the answers were Mahomes. And right. that's right. Mahomes is undoubtedly great. When I think of McDavid, I don't necessarily think of him as clearly the best player. Mm-hmm. Which, again, no dispute. I think of him as clearly the player that I'd want to watch the most. Yeah. I started thinking yeah. about it. Okay, who's the guy in the NFL? My my early... As I'm starting to think about the comparisons that you could make for Warren Sharp, I didn't. I didn't respond to it right back. I didn't want to argue with people on the internet all night. <laughs> I thought. I thought early Michael Vick. I thought uh-huh. Josh, of course, because I'm thinking, who is it that when I go to a football stadium, I'm thinking, holy cow! I. I mean, we're going to watch this guy play because the experience of seeing McDavid for Warren Sharp, if he's going to this game for the first time ever, is that one player will look like they're playing at a different speed. Yeah. And right. that's really tough to do in football. And there's all these different positions. I mean, I couldn't possibly say that some left tackle is McDavid. No. Right? Well, different speed. I mean, is he Tyree Kill for that? Yeah. But if ju- just that part of it. Right. Because Hill not looks bad. like he's moving at a different speed, and so does McDavid. Like In a world where these are the fastest people to do this in the world, and this guy just looks clearly faster than the rest of them. But if I tried to get it, boil it down as short as I could, mm-hmm. I would say, unbelievable talent, one of the best to watch, hasn't won yet, and people don't think it's his fault. And that's McDavid. Yeah. And that's Josh. Mm-hmm. Now, again, right, Josh isn't winning the MVP. McDavid's winning MVP and scoring titles every single year. Right. But when I think about Mahomes, you know, like Mahomes is undoubtedly, I think, great. And if you want to say he's the best quarterback, I won't fight you on that. Watching him versus watching Allen, it's it's funny thinking about the different ways we watch quarterbacks. This this brought me back to the conversation about do you, which we had a long time ago, which was, does Brady belong in the messy tier? And Brady, of course, is the most accomplished quarterback of all time. Right. As a watch, how was he? Not the same. Not not, not as, messy. Not messy. Not no, messy. No, 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 no. He's not Very messy. Very different. Brady is not McDavid. No. Brady was undoubtedly, no. as much as I like to take shots and you know, have a little fun, whatever, just, just as a hobby, undoubtedly great. But as a watch, it was more... Unbelievably impressive with how just efficient and good he was, yeah, and but calculated and just like where the ball's going and like there were good throws, right? But Eli but... Eli Manning has more escaping pressure highlights in his Super Bowl career than Tom Brady does, right? Brady is stand back there and put it on a spot. Right. Like if I were to go to Brady's top ten plays of his career, and I, and can I if I can eliminate like. The time of it, you know, like like oh, this was a clutch throw. It was a it's a top ten play in his career because it came with thirty seconds left. Get get rid of that. Just the ten most athletically impressive throws of his career. He threw like fifty thousand of them. Yeah. And what are the ten best that I'm getting? Like what what is he doing in those passes? Like in every one of them, he's standing eight yards behind the line of scrimmage in a completely clean pocket. Yeah. Like he doesn't have, and maybe he's just throwing the ball into like tight coverage. Sure. He yeah. do, he doesn't have. I'm thinking of. Allen rolling to his left, turning his body and throwing back to Diggs in the Hale Murray game. Yeah. Tom Brady doesn't have that throw in his career. Right. So Mahomes even has that throw. Mahomes does. Like his top ten plays are not Allen's, but they are or like that that same watchability 
again, Allen is maybe like the extreme for this, right? Because mm-hmm. for him, it's, you know, for better or worse, right? Like, I've said this about him before that, like, the Jet game, if you're not a Bill, a non-Bills fan watching Josh Allen, you know you're getting a show one way or the other, right? That might be a little bit different from McDavid in that, like, Allen might give you the game once in a while where it's like, I can't believe he just did that. <laughs> this guy is nuts. And McDavid, like, you're not, I don't think, getting, you know, games like that. I, Messi, uh, he's, that's kind of football if I'm cheating. That's, that's cheating. That's, that's the cheating. one I would want to pick, though, because, like, that is, those two guys are, like, art yeah. when they are out there, right? And, like, I don't know that a football player can do that in general, where, like, oh, that is art what that guy is doing out there. Yeah. Allen's not quite that. Allen is just, you know, it's not uh, majestic in the same way I would say that, you know, McDavid is. Right. They're really, it's tough to make a player comparison. I've got a couple tweets on this. Yeah. If, if you have a name, you know, historical, current, whatever, throw it at us. A case against Mahomes. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Again, he's a good answer for this, too. Warren Sharp asking which NFL player is the McDavid comp because he went to see McDavid play last night in Vegas where the Super Bowl is. One of the problems with Mahomes as an answer is in the NFL player poll, the top 100 players, mm-hmm. if the NHL did that, Connor McDavid would have been number one in his second year, and he would not leave that spot. Every NHL player would say, that's the best player in the sport. Right. That was how Crosby was, too. I can remember you know, covering the 0506 and 0607 Sabres. I was in the locker room a lot more back then, 0809. Like in the early mm-hmm. aughts, I was in the Sabres locker room from time to time, or I would do shows interviewing Sabres players. And one of the fun side questions we'd ask is, who's the best player in the NHL? Mm. Crosby's second year, every single player said Crosby. Everyone. Mm-hmm. <laughs> second year. Every single player was like, oh, Sidney Crosby's the best player. And that's how it would be about McDavid. Now, the sport, like I said, has fewer positions. If you were to ask every NHL, NFL player who's the best player, there are more positions. There's a lot more people. Yeah, if you ask there, a receiver, they might say a receiver. If you ask a tight end, they might say a tight end. They might yeah. say a left tackle. They might say yeah. uh, they might say Aaron Donald gets this a lot. as yeah. By far and away the best player. He just doesn't play a position that is as, yeah. as valuable as quarterbacks, so he doesn't get those those. Love. And then the, somebody the love. says Christian McCaffrey, and then we just argue for three days straight <laughs> on the value of running backs. Right, right, right. Yeah. So I, I found it interesting. Two answers, one from Charlie and one from Paul. Barry Sanders on this. Paul writes in, your equivalent of the NFL McDavid comparison is Barry Sanders. Clearly faster, shifty, fun to watch, didn't win a thing. Ooh, I like a better, that made me think of a different guy that I like better. Calvin Johnson. In that, like, he was setting records. Right, like best of his era, probably getting during that two thousand yard season that he almost had, the best ever. And same thing, no winning. That that should matter here, I think, a lot for this equation, right? That there's got to be like no winning, because it's it's almost amazing that McDavid is as good as he is. And what is this? This is year seven. I don't know. You're nine, by is, the way. Is Warren Sharp talking legacy, or is he just talking no, about? No, but I think that's got him. You can't. I don't think you can say Mahomes, and it doesn't have to be the sole reason. I think it's got to be a part of it, though. 
I don't need that to be the sole qualifier, but I don't want I don't want to compare him to like the most accomplished guy at his age in another sport. You know? Mm-hmm. Like if if Mahomes hadn't won if Mahomes had only even won once or not been to six AFC championship games and four Super Bowls. It had been one Super Bowl appearance, one one Super Bowl, couple of AFC like I I'd be fine doing that. But it's so different. It's so different that I feel like I just can't I can't stomach it. Where one guy is like blowing out the field with how accomplished he is and the other guy is just like maybe mo- the most recognized athlete in the world right now for talent, production and not winning at the same time. Well, the question from Warren Sharp says in terms of early greatness. Okay. So, I guess it's up so to he the- is kind of I guess not not wanting that to be the whole thing. It's up it's yeah. I guess it's up to the reader to decide are we talking legacy here? Cuz to me, I don't really want to get in legacy in this conversation. Although it's certainly respectable to do so. Yeah. Because like I said, it, it kind of gets to Josh. Is it his fault at all? Is it Connor McDavid's fault at all? No. That Edmonton hasn't won? No. And if he goes his career without winning the Stanley Cup, what do we say about it? I mean, it would okay. be it, maybe I, I might think that would be the most amazing thing that's ever happened in the sport. But you would never blame him. But I would for never it. blame him. No, no. So in terms of because in football, if you're the quarterback and you don't win, you often do get blamed. Yeah. Jo- Josh Allen still lives in this little small neighborhood where he has not won, but yeah. does not get blamed. Does Does Marino get that at all? No, uh, I don't think so. No, I think Marino would get blamed as not being yeah. as as great as the others and. Think about where Dak Prescott lives. It's his fault. Even though it might not be his fault, it's his fault. Right. And I'm trying to think of some of the others. Phillip Rivers, he didn't win. Well, that means he's not as good. Right. If you're a quarterback and you don't win, that's like the end-all, be-all. Yep, fair, fair or not, yeah. you are not as good. Sorry. It's why when we are talking the AFC Championship game, we've got people rooting for the Chiefs over Baltimore yeah. because they don't want Lamar Jackson to have a thing that Allen doesn't. Because in the world of quarterbacks, yeah. if you get it, you're a made man. And if you don't, sorry, you can't be as good as them. And you're thinking McDavid can go his whole career without winning and it won't be like a focal point of his story. It'll be mentioned. It, it, it but would, it, I mean, it would. it's hard but not, not to... Like, but not like if it was football. Well, let me ask you this. Do you think he's as good as Crosby? Yes. Does he have to win three cups to be as good as Crosby? No. Does he have to win cups to be as good as? I mean, I don't know. You think he's as good as Gretzky? I do. Yeah, sure, plenty of people do. That, I mean, that's easy for me to say though. When he's you the think best about I've ever seen when you think about life. Crosby versus Gretzky, are you comparing how many cups there are, or are you just thinking about who's the best player? I'm just thinking about who the best player was. Yeah. So for that, I guess I do kind of like the Allen comparison then. It's tough to. It, I almost feel like you got to go with a different position though than quarterback, because the way he moves, the way you know, the way he's already thrust himself into like it, not already. I guess it's been nine years. It's been a lot longer than you think. That he's just so clearly the best in the world. He moves like nobody else. He's the best watch in the sport. Um I don't I don't like Allen is the best watch in the sport is set in if Mahomes I don't really want to do because I'm getting too much into the winning part of it. Like I don't even know who second places to Allen right now for that. You'd have to probably go historic, I think. Yeah. To find a good comparison here. A lot of people I saw in the sharp replying did say Marino. Okay. 
Because maybe in the eighties, Marine that would have sure. been Marino. We're right. like, this he, is nuts. He, he is a different breed. Like he at threw that for time. five thousand yards in nineteen eighty four, yeah. or something. Like that might is that the equivalent of McDavid in two thousand twenty three having one hundred and fifty points? Yeah, but even then, one hundred fifty points is what. 62 behind Gretzky's record right. of 212. So, But he, in that era, that doesn't happen. Yeah. Another tweet from uh, an NBA angle, Luca. Luca. Hmm. Okay. Luca's great. Um, no, Luke, yeah, Luca's good because he's kind of like the same, like unicorn, like look at this six seven dude that well, hits threes from everywhere. Y- you could even think about it, think less hard. LeBron is an answer. Early LeBron. LeBron. Yeah. Immediately dominant, immediately lives up to the hype. Yeah. And is not winning right now. That it, er, it, for it, the w- early greatness part. And it wasn't his fault. Right. Although he did get blamed. He very he, much he, he, well, he, he very much did. Depending where you looked, he definitely got blamed a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Who, because McDavid is definitively my answer for, okay, this, especially the way the Sabres are right now. All right, who are they playing? Like, I want to watch some of the other stars of the league. They're coming to town to play in, in my city. Who do I want to watch? McDavid's like unquestioned number one. It's not even close. I don't know who that player would be for me right now for, for football. Like, it's not Mahomes. I'm sick of the Chiefs. So who's the guy like, all right, this guy's coming to town. We get to watch him live today. Sweet. I did that with Michael Vick once when the Eagles came yeah. to Buffalo. Like that was cool. I could see Michael Vick play live. Um like CJ Stroud, like what's funny what's, you said that. What's he, the answer? He's on my short list of best watches right now, Stroud. Yeah. But again, like that's 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 putting way too much on Stroud yeah. for this. Yeah, I think I think so. I like the question. I thought it was kind of cool. And I also thought it was cool, you know, having the NHL at home. In Vegas this week, obviously a yeah. huge, and what a showcase for the league last night. Not not exactly Saber Stars, but Oilers <laughs> and Knights Super yeah. Super Bowl week. Yeah, you got to wonder if that was intentional, right? Hey, let's get the best player in the game in Vegas yeah. when the world is in Vegas. I don't necessarily would give be willing to give the NHL that much credit that they were <laughs> thinking three steps ahead like that, but uh, credit to them if they did because. It especially last night going for the record is pretty pretty cool. Um, Vegas, I guess, like they are, you know, the 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 hockey town, the atmosphere of it. Like that's just even if you're like Warren Sharp's first hockey game in ten years. Like I wonder what his last hockey game was and how much different the atmosphere and like all the sideshow stuff yeah. and like you know, I don't know where he lives. If he went to an Islanders game ten years ago. At, I, I picked the worst example. What was the old arena? Nassau Coliseum? Yeah, Nassau. Imagine that was like his last <laughs> hockey game, and then he goes to Vegas with all that they've got going on, like the show before the game, and like just like what? It, like I'm living in a spaceship right now for this sport. That was probably a pretty great building and atmosphere to take it and take that in. 803-0550. Sabres fall to the Stars. We'll, we'll get plenty on the Sabres. we got Paul coming up at 7. There's a Tuesday night curse. Just want everybody to know it. Yeah. Tuesday night so curse. So you, you went last night. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I did. Yep. I want, I, that game, you know, they get they get down early, which is what they do. Mm-hmm. And you probably thought, here comes another one of these. Mm-hmm. And then you got a good game from them. It was, shots were, 
it was one nothing, and that was my thought. Okay, here we go. Here we yeah, go. There's another early. I've, and seen, then, I've seen this movie a million times. Ten minutes later, I looked up and like looked over to, to my brother and went, they're out shooting them 14 to 2 right now. This is like a different level of frustration. Right. It's like they're losing one nothing, and they're out shooting them 14 to 2, like 10 minutes in. They, they, uh, yeah, they played great, but you still didn't get the win. And man, it is so, you know, thinking about like the gloomy comment from the survey that the NHL players did the other day and just being in there and like looking around and like, there's just the, the atmosphere like Vegas last night, probably a dream if you're Warren Sharp. Yep. And again, this is no fault of the fans. It's 13 years. What are you supposed to expect? But, you know, just, it's not. It's not very energetic at all, especially on a Tuesday night game, I guess. And it's tough because, you know, you, you don't want to punish the Sabres last night for what they've done to get themselves in this spot, but it's kind of empty for me, and I imagine for plenty of fans out there, for them to say, well, we played a really great game. If, if we play like that, we're going to win a lot. And that's, right. that's not wrong. They've it's put just, themselves in a spot where well, you can't think like that. Yep. If they were... Two points out. If they were Detroit, you're like, hey, if they whatever. Were Detroit. That happens. Yeah. If they were Detroit, that happens. Tough one, come back, beat the Blues, and get it back. Instead, it's you 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 have not afforded yourself the opportunity to, to squander points, right. unfortunately. Jake Ottinger, what a jerk that guy was last night. <laughs> Real jerk. He's uh, he's really good. <laughs> he is really good. Jeremy and Joe, you can give us a call, 803-0550. Coming up today, Paul Hamilton at 7 o'clock on the Sabres. We'll also get to uh, Joe Marino of the Lockdown Bills podcast. I sent him a text, Joe. I said, as we head to the offseason, I'm going to talk senior ball a little bit, and I promise to ask you about other positions, okay. not receiver. Like uh, slot receiver, <laughs> Y receiver, flanker, X receiver, <laughs> flanker. Uh, tight ends that we can think of like a receiver. <laughs> no, not that. No, I don't want that. No, no definitely not. No, but I, I started thinking All yesterday right. that I probably have a, a duty to other positions, you know, entertain the idea of corners and defensive tackles and safeties, and learn a little bit about them as well, and pass that information along. So we'll talk to Joe Marino, and then uh, nine thirty today, Jason Lockenfora, who is of course covering the Super Bowl in Vegas. Eight oh three oh five fifty to join us, Jeremy and Joe. You can uh, give us a ring. Joe Buck has a uh, omen; he's predicting bad things will happen in Vegas. Right? I know. Like leading up to it? Yes. Oh, no. Yeah. I'll tell you about that and about Jim Nance's food preferences as well because there's some crazy stuff on that. 803-0550. Doug writes in on the McDavid thing. It's Peyton Manning. Not a bad answer. That's pretty good. That's pretty good. Different animal right away. Still hasn't won. Jeremy and Joe on WGR. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.